0: From 87 Lafayette, it's Corona Pop. I'm Matt, and I'm Adam. Day two of separation, Adam. Day two of separation. How are we feeling?
1: Not bad. Not bad. Honestly, I think it's good. there's just a lot of space, calmness. You don't like you can you cannot interact with someone for a long period of time, um, which I don't think was really possible before. Mm. Um, that's kind of it's nice to be able to just you know read a book for a couple hours and the only person who bothers you is momo Mm. how's
0: how's momo doing without me
1: oh i'm i think she's completely heartbroken she's been going after the bread she's been going after my dinner i mean really absolutely inconsolable um i think you are clearly the person she values the most. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, we, we thought that she spent all this time on Pacty's bed. She loved Pacty, but, you know, now she's just, yeah, I, don't, I think she's been to your room once. Um, I don't think she's noticed you're gone. I'm very sorry to inform you of
0: that. Mm, that's okay. You know, despite personally giving Momo so much uh, marketing, free marketing in, in this podcast, she has not really glommed on to me. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe she knows that I'm a dog person, um, but you know what? That's okay. I'm like, you know, anchovies or artichokes. I'm really an acquired taste. It takes people a long time to get to know me, to get to like me, and I think Momo's just still in that period, despite cohabitating with me now for five weeks.
1: So I wanna, I wanna change, change gears very quickly. Um, you are
0: responsible for
1: all of the technical side of this. And you manage our Spotify account. And I found out recently... Wait, 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 hold on. Manage
0: is a very strong word for what I do.
1: I hey, created keep, the account. You keep tracking the views. And I found out recently that someone I went to college with and I'm good friends with is actually on the team that designs the pages, the, the charts that you look at when you check your Spotify views. So mm. definitely don't listen to the podcast, um, but... What do you think of the graphs? Are they telling us what we need to know to kind of make sure that we are getting the reach that Momo advertising deserves?
0: Well, I'm going to reinterpret the question and say, are they telling us what we want to see, which is no, because our numbers are generally in the downward direction. Um, which you may be surprised to learn is still possible after 30 days of going down. Um, Not really sure how, but generally trends have not been looking favorable for Chronopod. We did get a really good bump from some promotion that Rafi did, um, but our other guests have not been sufficiently publicizing the show, I think, which which is driving our listenership down. But the graphs are very helpful. They're just quite dispiriting for me.
1: Do they do they show us where listeners come from? Like, can we figure out how many listeners come from Instagram versus email, or is it just where the listener listener is located and how old they are?
0: No, just uh, where they're located and how old they are. And I, I think I think you may be able to get more information if you pay, uh, but we we have not paid. <laughs>
1: right. We already know that our demographic is the same as the AARP and. Um, you know, maybe that's good. Maybe the ARRP is trying to figure out how to reach uh, geriatrics who listen to podcasts, but they haven't come calling to us yet.
0: Yeah, um, I will be surprised if we get a call from them. <laughs> but you know, worth trying. Worth trying. So I, it is true though that our grandparents are our most loyal listeners, and um, that's basically our demographic. But you know what? You got to own your demographic. Know your demographic and i feel like we really know what we're about here um you know and, and that's that's the expectation we've set
1: well why don't we turn to our guests now um our guest tonight is john merwin he went to high school with me and packy and he is a uh, very knowledgeable young guy uh and I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. We can talk about his cat. We can talk about music. We can talk about birds. We can talk about bird Twitter. I'm um, really curious to see where this conversation goes. We can talk about John works at the Museum of Natural History and what it's like for museum staff without a museum. John, welcome to Coronapod.
2: Hi, Adam. Uh, thank you for for having me. Hi, Matt. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. Thanks,
0: <laughs> You and three other people.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> so, what, what would you like to share with uh,
1: our, our our listeners tonight? What do you What do you want to chat about on this Sunday evening?
2: Um, I have a few a, a few topics that I could hit. Uh, I mean, we could go with. I mean, as you said, you know, there's a lot going on in the in the museum world, and that there's nothing going on in the museum world um, because fundamentally there. are, you know, no people at the museum. Uh, so that's been that's been pretty weird uh, in terms of um, my day to day life. Uh, and then I've also been baking a lot of bread, which has been fantastic. Um, and I've been making a lot of music with friends over the internet. Also great. I went to a PowerPoint party last night um okay
0: what is a powerpoint party
2: it's apparently something that uh zoomers are doing uh where everyone prepares a powerpoint on a different subject and then everyone presents the powerpoint
0: so it's kind of like a knowledge and when you say zoomers by the way do you mean gen zers or do you mean people who use zoom because i feel like uh, you know, Zoomers, as a phrase, really had a moment in, like, January, but now we're all Zoomers,
2: aren't we? Right. I think if you imagine, like, a Venn diagram um, of Zoomers, like, and then also Zoomers, it would be the the middle slice. Go away. You know, like, so, Gen well, Z, you are yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: proficient in PowerPoint.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And you zoom. Exactly. Did you present something? I did. It was actually the the party was for my partner's birthday, so I uh, presented a really cringy uh, PowerPoint saying how much I loved them with lots of embarrassing photos of us together. Um, but the other uh, the other subjects of the powerpoints were far more varied. Uh, there was one on the murder of John Bonet Ramsey. There was one uh, on cats and um, like the movie, uh, of the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, which contained, I mean, it was, it was just about essentially, uh, what the cats that wore pants were hiding underneath their pants. Um, there was another one about the history of the fork. Um, and then there was another one that basically took a uh, listicle like a, a spam listicle about where to find stock photos of popular cartoons online and pretty much just word for word translated it into a slideshow wow so, okay, uh, does, all over what, the map
1: this, this, this is, the is making most... me think that people should people wrote their college theses and have done nothing with them since i think there should be something similar where people Actually, maybe maybe I don't want to hear anyone's college thesis.
0: Uh-huh. I'm <laughs> I, I actually love that idea, though. You know, I wrote a very bad thesis in college that was generally under-researched and poorly written, and I would love nothing better than the opportunity to pontificate about a topic I don't really know that much about to a bunch of my friends.
2: I think... I think um... Yeah, I, I think it seems like, you know, not all of us have jobs where we can regularly create stacks to share with our colleagues. And so it's nice to be able to have an outlet to just, you know, just put together a series of images and words to deliver in kind of a halting, awkward manner. It's really a skill that you build over the course of your college education. And then, you know, if you work in a, in a, a job where you see nobody every day, uh, then, you know, you lose that skill or you don't get to use it.
0: So John, you said you've been making a lot of music. Tell us a little bit about the music you've been making.
2: Right. So, so it's a combination of just kind of me anxiously noodling on my guitar. Um, also, uh, fully learning the solo to, uh, Toto's Rosanna and driving my roommates insane. Uh, and also collaborating with my friends online, which has been kind of a production in terms of figuring out the workflow, of how to collaborate on music over, uh, we've been using Discord a lot, but just the process of, you know, routing audio from your computer through like a voice, uh, voiceover chat client and stuff is kind of complicated, but we worked it out pretty well. So we're like sending files back and forth um, and it's it's been pretty great. And so we'll stream each other, like, working on music and send stuff back and forth. I
1: will say that right before quarantine started, I had just discovered that Toto had more songs than Africa and had Rosanna and Hold the Line. Um, but what you're describing sounds very similar to the Postal Service, which I believe that album, Give Up, was named the postal service because they were sending demos back and forth to each other through the mail. So I wow. think it is definitely beneficial to kind of be doing the same thing now, um, but have it instantaneous instead of having to uh, wait for a uh, postman to drop off the, the new baseline.
2: Yeah. I had no idea. That actually makes me, me think that we have it, you know, it's far easier to do that kind of thing now, but maybe uh, we should all be doing this through the postal service in order to uh, show our support.
0: I kind of like that idea. Is there any chance you you have some of your music um, pulled up and our listeners could get a, a little taste of it?
2: Oh my goodness. Uh, Not to put you on the spot. But to put you on the spot. I, I could actually. Uh, there's a bunch of different vibes that we could go for here. Are you looking for like nighttime chill electronic, or uh, like wanky wankery, like guitar soloing stuff? Dealer's choice. All right, I'm gonna play something from my from my SoundCloud here.
1: This is Oma's live from uh, Inwood. You want Inwood or you want Washington Heights?
2: Uh, give me, give me a. Give me Fort George. I'm just kidding. That's, I don't know. (laughs) It's too specific. (laughs) Here. So, if I can play this now.
1: is a a new quarantine composition
2: yeah yeah I was just kind of like you know up late uh one night and just decided to uh to like you know make a little beat and sing over it and pitch my voice just like uh Alex G would have wanted me to do
1: so I've uh, I'm curious have you joined any of the um online concerts that have happened. Last night, there was the Global Citizens Festival. Um, There has been Club Quarantine is showing, is doing a lot of shows every night on Zoom. And there are also shows
2: that are taking place in Minecraft. Have you, have you practicated any of these? I haven't gone to any yet. My parents were really vocal about wanting me to do the, um, to go to the uh, Global Citizen one, which uh, fully convinced me that it wasn't cool. So I didn't go. Um,
1: It was not good
2: But I'm really excited for the upcoming, um, uh, what's it called square garden in Minecraft, which I'm sure you've heard about Adam is, well, I think you, you told me about it, but
1: what is Minecraft for, for our listeners and and how, how can a concert take place in a video? Uh,
2: Minecraft is essentially a, uh, very, uh, high definition farming simulator, uh, that basically allows you, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's basically Lego, uh, where you can like build blocks and destroy things and build your own structures. And there's also a big mod community where people make their own skins for, um, like for their characters and they upload, like, it's, it's a very low resolution game. Actually, the graphics are pretty poor, uh, but people, uh, make their own add-ons that make it look really nice and add dynamic lighting effects and stuff. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what the, how they manage the seemingly more high budget Minecraft festival, because I tried to, uh, attend one before and it was just a total fiasco. So the, the, the
1: idea is that actual famous musicians will kind of, play recordings of their music and everyone will kind of be a imaginary character in the same online community as if they're at a concert, but everyone's actually just at home in their parents' basement on their laptop.
2: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm really excited to see what people do in terms of how to make their character look, because usually, um, so one of the artists is, is Charlie XCX that's playing at this, this music festival on the 24th and If you go to one of her concerts, people are usually, they really dress up like a a ton of sparkly stuff. People will wear wear, uh, wings, crazy makeup. It's really kind of amazing. Um, And I'm excited to see the creativity of people that have had nothing else to do but just sit in their house and uh, design a, a virtual outfit to take to this concert.
1: It should, it should be exciting. I'm, I'm hoping to get my... I think my brother knows how to use Minecraft, so I'm hoping he can um, get me all set up here.
2: Yeah, I think there's going to be a Twitch stream of the concert as well, if you don't own Minecraft or you, or you don't you know want to deal with that. Um, yeah, I'm excited. The, the lineup is, uh, looks great.
1: And then you mentioned uh, the museum. Um, and I, I guess the advantage of the natural history museum is that all the animals are dead, unlike a zoo where you have to keep feeding them. So it's yeah, a little yeah. a little easier. But are there? I know you you work in ornithology. Are there any um, any uh, specimens that you're worried about that you kind of see on a regular basis and, and you miss seeing every day?
2: Uh, so I work particularly with the with the parrots, um, and I do miss seeing the parrots. But right now my work involves. Uh, working with images that I've been taking of the parrots, so I still see them every day. It's just on a screen as opposed to uh, in the flesh. Um, But I definitely miss the uh, kind of the the tactile experience of going through a collection, opening drawers, looking at specimens. I think you definitely lose something when you lose that physical connection to the research. Um, (laughs) No, go ahead, sorry.
1: I, I was going to ask something I've never understood, and I hope you could explain: is why why do you need more than one specimen of each species? Right? I guess something I never understood is like why does the Museum of Natural <coughs> History have like twenty elephants? Wouldn't they have been good with just one elephant to do research on? So why do you have so many different copies of the same kind of parrot?
2: Okay, so uh, essentially, you can collect uh, if there's say we have a lot of parrots from. Uh, you know, the 1800s or something, what you can do is use uh, the different specimens and collect data from all of them. And if you can, so you can do things with, with DNA, like you can estimate population sizes um, through time. Um, and so if you have more specimens, you're, you have essentially just have more data. So you can estimate with higher certainty, certain things like one species diverge from other species. You also have backups if, um, one, if, if it's difficult to get DNA from one bird versus another bird. Um, also, within a, one single species, there may be undiscovered species uh, that look exactly the same that nobody knows about yet. Or um, there may be different subspecies and you want to know the relationships between all of the different subspecies. And all of these questions, um, including like larger scale questions about uh, climate change and how birds have changed in response to climate change over time, um, can really only be answered if you have enough of a sample size in your experiment that you can estimate with certain certainty all of these different parameters. So essentially it's necessary for... Um, rigorous science
1: got it, and but I guess this is all an accident, right like presumably, in the 1800s when they were hunting these birds, they weren't thinking down the line
2: that you would be able to DNA test them no, they they certainly weren't, and that's kind of an amazing evolution of the you know the way that museum science is done as opposed to just kind of a collection, but for a long time. Uh, I think the, the the seeds of what we do now were still there. Like basically the idea that there is this natural variation in animals out there and it's, it's fundamental to our inquiry about life to catalog that variation. So even from that perspective, I think, you know, just that base level of, of understanding of variation, um, and what you need to understand the world, um, has carried over since, you know, Darwin.
1: And it's, it's especially vital right now as people try to figure out how, how exactly this virus is mutating, what it's doing, um, and all sorts of very complicated stuff. So John, yeah, definitely. we are very glad that for now, um, the museum is still paying for this important research. We hope it, um, continues to pay for you to keep researching even like uh, at the museum for as I, long agree. As I possible. certainly hope
2: so as well <laughs> um,
1: thank you so much for um, joining us and uh, we'll have to figure out how we can all go on a virtual bird walk sometime. since I know I would love that yeah well we'll give some thought how to do that maybe we um, maybe we all go on walks independently pull some recordings of birds and uh, throw something we'll uh, we we'll give it a thought
2: and it uh it sounds like we'll be here for a while so i think we may have a chance yeah definitely all right well thanks uh, so much for uh, for having me on of course take care
0: Bye. talk soon john adam you know out here in new jersey i'm seeing a lot of beautiful birds i have to say
1: well here we're i'm seeing birds in two ways one i'm seeing a lot of birds on twitter I do, during the week, I see a lot of birds because my desk faces kind of the gardens at the back of our apartment, and I now have a pair of binoculars that I keep in the drawer, and I got called out on a conference Zoom the other day because... Mid conference call, I pulled out my binoculars, not thinking, and put them up to my eyes to look at a bird out the window. It was a a, uh, cardinal, and uh, people on the call were like, "Adam, what are you doing?" Um, And I was like, "Oh, there's a bird outside." Um, So I'm seeing birds there during the week. On the weekends, only really seeing birds on Bird Twitter and. We've got some birds that are attacking our collard greens up on the deck, so yeah, I, I have to buy some fishing line to try to keep them away. Have yeah, I did
0: keep a bird away from eating the collard greens the other day, so you're welcome for that.
1: Okay, thank you. We got to get some some uh, some fishing line to kind of make a, a web over our plants so that they don't get eaten because those might be precious resources
0: someday. Hmm. Um. But totally different from birds. I have to say, I did not know the Charlie XCX. Was performing in this concert, so I'm pretty excited about that. We should definitely join. Um, it's probably next. By <laughs> she,
1: she, she's actually trying to make an entire album in quarantine right now. So she's already released one single. Um, but yeah, music is still happening. Um, a great album came out. The up so stuff is happening. Um, of course, all of the concerts I had tickets to have been indefinitely postponed.
0: Very unfortunate, but. I will say, I'm looking forward to this concert next Friday and to listening to all the incredible music that people are making in quarantine.
1: Like uh, like uh, SoundCloud user Black John on the Red Sea.
0: Exactly. Listeners, check it out. But in the meantime, this has been another episode of CoronaPod. A- Adam, what else is going on in, in the next day? What are you going to do in the next 24 hours before our listeners hear from us again? I'm
1: almost done with the Topeka School, so finish that off, do the dishes, and uh, try to make it through another day of work.
0: That sounds excellent. Topeka School, one of my favorite books that I read last year. Highly recommend. This has been CoronaPod. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay healthy. CoronaPod is brought to you by Momo the Cat. Follow her at Momo underscore is underscore a underscore cat.